Welcome to Our Happiest Place podcast, where the magic of Disney comes alive. I'm Evan. And I'm Robin. Join us on our enchanting journey through the world of Disney, where tales come to life, dreams soar higher than ever, and adventures await at every turn. Together, let's explore the wonder, the nostalgia, and the joy that Disney brings into our lives. From the classic tales to the latest adventures, we're diving deep into the magic, sharing our love for the parks, movies, and all things Disney. So grab your Mickey ears, sit back, and let the podcast begin. A journey into the heart of the most magical place on earth. Join us at Our Happiest Place podcast, where the magic never ends. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Hello and welcome into Our Happiest Place podcast. My name's Evan. And I'm Robin. And on today's episode, we're going to go into our last trip that we took to Disney World. That was in June of 2023. Uh, It was... Both of our first times going together. I went last time when I was in high school, um, but this episode we're gonna get a, we're gonna kind of take a deep dive into everything that we experienced while we were there, and then we're gonna kind of compare it to how we feel Disneyland is because we do go to Disneyland quite often. Definitely, there's a lot of pros, some cons, but overall, it was a very positive experience for us. Yes, I'm excited to get into those pros and cons and comparing. No, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so. The first thing we did actually when we went to uh, Florida in Disney World is we went to, we boarded the Star Cruiser. That was an amazing experience. Um, we're not going to talk about that quite so much today, uh, but definitely uh, we're going to have that on a future episode doing a very in-depth overall uh, experience that we had on the Star Cruiser. Yes, I'm excited for that breakdown because we have a lot of fun experiences and little tidbits to talk <laughs> about, even though sadly it's not running. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Star Cruiser. <laughs> uh, so for today, the first thing that uh, I really want to talk about is Disney Springs. That was a when we flew, like well, when we got done with Star Cruiser, we uh, went to the hotel, checked in, and we went right over here to Disney Springs. That place is gigantic. Yes, there were so many shops and restaurants. Mm-hmm. A lot of the shops were a little bit out of our price range, but still cool that they were there. Yes, there were a lot of places like Coach and Pandora that have those Disney touches that you can get, but it's more elevated. No, absolutely. Things Um, I want. (laughs) Was that a little bit of a hint there? Yeah. Okay. Get ready. (laughs) Get going. We'll see maybe for your birthday in... In June when we're in Hawaii? 2027. Oh, that works. No, um, but a super cool place. They had, you know... The bowling alley, just like uh, downtown Disney does. Um, the lake in the middle was super cool. Uh, one of the one restaurant that we actually ate in over there, I think it was Maria and Enzo's Italian restaurant. Yes, something like that. Um, it had pretty good food. Um, not not the best by any means, but it's pretty good. Uh, prices were a little up there. Um, the best thing, though, is we sat right on the window looking out into the lake, which was super, super cool. Yeah, I loved that view, and I loved that I had, like, a travel theme. When we walked in, mm-hmm. it looked like a little airport or a hotel lobby. Mm-hmm. Some, yeah, and I think it was the airport, and then mm-hmm. they had, like, all the travel pieces at, like, around the restaurant when you first get in. Yes, it was very interesting theming. That was a very, very good experience there. Yes. I know a lot of the other restaurants while we were there were pretty packed and crowded and could not seat two people. Yes, we unfortunately did not think ahead to getting reservations for a Disney Spring Day because we were used to the way downtown Disney works in California, which is very different. Mm, Much more casual type vibe. Yes. Uh, I think 
when we went to Disney Springs, it was an extremely hot day, and there was a lot of people. Um, crowds are definitely going to be a main detractor, I would say, uh, from a lot of our experience. Um, we did go in the middle of June, so yeah, we should. We definitely kind of expected that a little bit. Yes, everyone's on summer break, and it was also very warm, which mm-hmm. we were expecting. That humidity, though, I don't know how we could have expected that. Yes, I have never experienced any <laughs> humidity like that. But hopefully this next time in March, mm-hmm. we can no, for get sure. a good feel for it. Hopefully without so much of the weather being a concern. Right. Um, so other than Disney Springs on that first day, I think the hotel, we stayed at the um, All-Star Movies Resort. Uh, definitely, definitely when we went, we weren't looking to spend a ton of money so we went with more of a value hotel and it more than exceeded our expectations for what a value hotel would be yes disney did a good job at creating the magic letting it continue on into the hotels the resorts even with the value we'd spent all our money on the star cruiser <laughs> that is correct <laughs> no but no they, they really did like it felt almost like an extension of the disney parks yes going back to the hotel room um, we, we stayed at, like I said, the all-star movies we were at the Herbie section. So it was a little bit further away from the main, like cafeteria, the uh, check-in area, like the main plaza, if you will. Lobby. But I do think that that area, I, I liked the love bug area that we were in. I thought the theming was really cute. I wasn't really expecting that, but for next time, definitely a preferred room closer to mm-hmm. the main hub of ev- hub of everything the lobby the cafeteria because one of my favorite features of the resorts is the refillable mug mm-hmm. no that refill refillable mug was something that i know i've never seen before where it somehow knows exactly when you're going to be staying at the hotel how long you're going to be there for and just allowing you to fill up while you're there so there had to be a chip or something in the mug um but definitely that was one of the many positive things about the all-star movies resort um as well as just the overall decor of it the toy story area was super cool with the giant toys um the 101 dalmatians the mighty ducks area fantasia even uh down to the pools um i think the pool the main pool that that was at all-star movies was the fantasia pool yes uh so i had like mickey and his fantasia outfit with like a waterfall coming out uh, there's also a smaller pool called the called the uh, Duck Pond, which is Mighty Ducks themed. Um, didn't have nearly as much crowds, but, but it was much smaller with not as much stuff to do in there. Mm-hmm. Um, during like while we were staying there, we kind of took a walk down over to All Star Music, and one of the things that we realized was they're almost the exact same layout, everything. Yeah, the only difference is the theming there, so we can assume All Star Sports is mm-hmm. exactly the same way. The one of the pools was the Three Caballeros, which I know you're a big fan of. <laughs> I do like the Three Caballeros. It reminds me of home. Overall, though, I do think that the uh, value that we got from All-Star Movies was amazing, especially like not knowing what to expect when we first arrived there. Yes, we had only had like standard hotel experiences before, not the Disney-specific resort. Mm-hmm. So I loved that. Uh, one of the things I was actually pleasantly surprised by was the bus system. Everything there was very organized. Um, everybody kind of was knowledgeable, let you know 
when the buses were leaving, what time you should probably start lining up. Uh, one thing that was nice about it was that it was only one bus stop. We've heard other resorts possibly have multiple bus stops um, that can get a little confusing and a little daunting to try and navigate. But this one only having the one bus stop was very organized, very clearly labeled. Um, and we never really had any kind of issues with the Disney buses whatsoever. Yes, we did. We didn't have to wait at all for buses like they were never full and we had to wait for another one we've heard of some other resorts that have the multiple stops that that is a problem mm-hmm. um so going on to our first park experience while we were there um so our first day we actually went to magic kingdom um coming off of the star cruiser our thing our thinking was you know we wanted to be immersed in the magic of disney like right off the bat so what better place to start off than magic kingdom for that um, right away, just the grandeur of it, just, it was a 35 minute bus ride just to get Magic Kingdom. So it was gigantic. Just the whole Orlando Disney area. Yes. Very different than Disneyland, which you can just walk to the other park <laughs> in two minutes, if even. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the main things that I, I liked about Magic Kingdom was actually the Tron ride. I'm very much more of like the thrill ride kind of guy that it was nice to be able to experience something like that at a Disney park. Yes, I love the the photo that they give, how it's actually a video from mm. both sides. So we did get to see both of us on Tron as we were in our motorcycle seats. No, absolutely. That, that's just a, it was a very cool experience all the way around. I know one of the things that you really like, the Be Our Guest experience. Yes, I love to be our guest. I love... Seeing the beast walk around every once in a while, just checking up on all of his guests. He didn't interact too much with people, but even just his presence made a difference as no, they were playing the song. Absolutely, but yeah, it's not considered a character dining per se, but yeah, just having him in there was a nice touch. But to me, the food was phenomenal. Yes, it was a great start to our trip and having our luxury dining experiences mm-hmm. at Disney World, which we had not experienced at a theme park before. No, absolutely. What did you think of the gray stuff? It was delicious. <laughs> the dessert is, is never my favorite part of a meal. So I'm much more of the appetizers, bread, and entree yeah. kind of girl, which they were amazing at. I guess I'm the sweet one between the two of us. Yeah, you're, you're too sweet. <laughs> if you say so. Um, one of the things that we weren't really expecting from Magic Kingdom, I guess, uh, kind of tying into the uh, Disney Springs, was just how hot it was going to be there. I think that, you know, we spent a lot of time in Tomorrowland with the misters, just kind of trying to find a way to cool off. Yes, it was very warm and very unexpectedly warm because when we were on the Star Cruiser, that was what we had had knowledge-wise leading up, which we were only outside for a couple of hours, and it was decent weather compared to what it was when we hit the actual parks starting on that Magic Kingdom day. No, yeah, when we were in the Star Cruiser, like our Batu day was overcast, so we didn't get that full heat. Yes, and there was not as much shade as I expected, although <laughs> most of the queues were very shaded okay that's fair uh speaking of cues like one of the big differences that i noticed was the big thunder mountain had like a storyline in its queue yes very different than disneyland correct yeah, and it, i thought that was really cool like just the differences between the two yes they definitely incorporated the whole story and gave it 
mm-hmm. a good background. Yeah. They had like a lot of interactive elements, like as you're waiting throughout the queue, which was, you know, something different, something that, you know, I was very excited to see. Something that they don't have in California is that Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. It was a very smooth roller coaster. Um, wasn't the most thrilling. I understand it's more for like the younger crowd, but it's, it is one of the smoothest roller coasters I've ever been on. That's fair. I loved the theming. I loved the area with all the gems that Mm -hmm. they were actually mining for, but it wasn't comparable to Tron, which is very different. Obviously, Tron is more modern, Mm -hmm. and you're going fast, and it's not kid Geared towards uh, different audiences. Yes, very much so. Um, But definitely... We paid for the lightning lane on that one just because we wanted to try and maximize. We spent one day at every single park there, um, where next time when we go, I think we're going to try and do it a little bit differently. Um, but so having the one day, we definitely did the lightning lanes at all the parks. We paid for all the lightning lanes for each of the individual lightning lanes that they had. Uh, so this is one that we paid for. Going forward, I don't know if I would pay for it again. I wish I could see them add it to the Genie Plus, mm. but I don't think they will in order to hold an individual lighting lane at each park. Correct. Yeah. I think that just the overall wait time for it too, like the average wait time seems like it's always up there. So it might be hard for them to actually add that to regular Genie Plus. Very fair. I could see them swapping it out for Tiana's Bayou Adventure <laughs> once that comes out and switching that to an individual lightning lane. Hmm. Or keeping them both. <laughs> How do you feel about pirates over there? I think I might might have just hit a nerve. <laughs> you upset me. <laughs> no, pirates is not as good at Disney World than it was at Disney than it is at Disneyland. That's all because it doesn't have that drop to go beyond the berm. Yes, I also feel like the Blue Bayou area in Disneyland. The, like, beginning, peaceful, tranquil part, it is part of the story. Mm. And I don't know if it's because we've eaten at Blue Bayou so much, or I, I'm just obsessed with it, or what, but not having that there yeah. hurt my heart. <laughs> that is fair. Like, just having some kind of restaurant, but Disney World is chock full of their specialty restaurants. That, like, at each park, you can find some place to go that you can get amazing food at. Yeah, that's one of my one of my many pros of Disney World. Haunted Mansion, though. Haunted Mansion, yeah, that I loved Haunted Mansion at Disney World. I'm not even sure of like the main differences. I know just aesthetically, the one at Disney World is so cool. I loved the greenhouse yeah, aspect. The greenhouse, like iconic. Yes. Even like the ride itself just felt a little bit different. Yes. To me, it seemed like it was a little bit better. I feel like that beginning queue area where we normally walk through, mm. that was more of a seated in the ride. So That's you fair. got to pay attention to the details instead of being shuffled through like we are in mm-hmm. the big endless hallway. No, absolutely. Um, I'd be remiss if we didn't talk about one of our most surprising experiences that we had at Magic Kingdom that was really cool. The People Mover. The People Mover. <laughs> that was something that we had zero expectations for, and we wanted. We, we went on it, and we both 
loved it. It's now like one of our favorite rides there at Magic Kingdom. Yes, we were not expecting that. We just were like, oh, let's like go on it because it's different because it's not at Disneyland. And we were like so into it. <laughs> it was so cool how you got to go through parts of the other rides. Mm-hmm. It went through parts of Space Mountain, right? One of the rides that they had at Disney World that's not at Disneyland. The Carousel of Progress itself. The Carousel of Progress. Well, we had a whole situation on ours at the end. So I feel like our experience is a little Mm -hmm. skewed. (laughs) Yeah, we basically went through one of the time periods multiple times. Someone decided to step out in the middle of the Carousel of Progress. And that was how they resolved that is restarting it. And I don't know if it's normal or if it was just our experience, but there was a aroma, if you will, a smell to it. That wasn't exactly the most pleasant thing. I don't know. It is Florida. I should... <laughs> um, but yeah, there's like, there's just a smell to it that I, by the end of the experience, I feel like I was maybe getting a little bit nauseous from. Very fair, especially having to sit through that one section multiple times. But overall, I'd say our Magic Kingdom day was positive. Definitely looking back, like Be Our Guest is one that'll stand out as being one of the best dining experiences that I've ever had in my life. Yes, I'm excited to go back to it. Although mm-hmm. I, have one, I have one more piece. It's a Small World was almost unrecognizable. Ah, that is true. It looked like it was just part of a building. Yes. And while it fit in with how the land looked, there's something just so magical about the Disneyland. It's a small world, the projection shows Mm -hmm. and everything that it brings. Watching it light up for Christmas. Yes, I loved that. The uh, one thing I do like about Magic Kingdom is that Peter Pan's flight had a lightning lane. Yes. That's something that we don't get to do a lot of times in California just because the wait is minimum 45 minutes. So that that was something that, you know, was very nice for us to experience. Yes, it was nice. Something you'll learn about us is that we hate lines <laughs> and we will avoid them at all costs. Yeah. So definitely we, we live by the lightning lane. The lightning lane, checking the app. It. Yes. All of that. You have to get Genie Plus. One thing you'll know about us is, you know, we'll always push that Genie Plus. You know, we get it every single time. We'll always tell people. Make sure you have that Genie Plus. It's going to save your life. Yes. I do know that they sell out of it on some days, Mm -hmm. especially at Disney World, where you can't pay for it in advance. You have to buy it that day. So it's a must to wake up early (laughs) to get Genie Plus. Mm -hmm. Oh, one of our favorite things about both Disneyland and Disney World are the singing birds of the Tiki Room. Oh, yes. The Enchanted Tiki Room. And I don't know if it was just because it was so hot that day that we were at Magic Kingdom or if it was the actual location and the shade that was offered because there wasn't a whole lot of shade at Magic Kingdom. But when we went to Tiki Room, it was the perfect time of day. It was in the middle of the heat. Uh, We went there. We got our Dole Whips. It was just a great experience all around. Yes. Love saying hi to Jose to wake him up. (laughs) All right. So pretty much that would be it for our Magic Kingdom day. Um, The next next stop on our trip for Disney World, we went to Epcot. It's the first time that I've ever been to Epcot. 
It was my first time in Florida, so. <laughs> um, if you listen to our inaugural podcast, um, we told you that Test Track was by far our biggest surprise that we had in a good way. Um, definitely did not expect it to be as good as it was. Yeah, I loved it. I love the interactive pieces that Epcot has at the end of the rides, how you can go through, especially on Test Track, building Mm -hmm. the car, adding even more customization, and then racing them on the little tracks. (laughs) Yeah, racing it on those tracks was very cool. I do think that my car came out on top both times you rode it. In the actual ride, yes, but I think my pink souped up... (laughs) Sparkle Mobile in the mini game at the end did better. <laughs> I think it's just because you're better at video games than I am. I don't know about that, but maybe. <laughs> um, and then I think because uh, Test Track is actually what we rope dropped. Yes. Because we started at Test Track and then we kind of worked our way all the way around into the World Showcase. Yes. Um, I know after we did Test Track, we went over and we walked into the coke area the coke store the coke store with all the tastes around the world and again very surprising very good experience that just were was not expecting to have at all yeah i loved tasting all the different cokes there was one of them that was very bad though i can't remember if you tasted it and i didn't or what happened i think we both tasted it oh okay i don't quite remember the individual Cokes, but we will go there and we will get them all again. If they ever take that away, I would be extremely upset. <laughs> I think from there we had, no, we went to Mission Space. We, we went we went on a full bore, we went on the orange one, Mission Space Orange. Which we should not have done. <laughs> so, fun fact, I get a little motion sick when it comes to... Um, airplanes and zero g sometimes and i don't know what i was expecting but i didn't get fully sick but definitely made me queasy for quite a while after we rode on it overall was a good experience it was fun but the whole time i'm just thinking oh my goodness like hold it down hold it down and we're on the ride and we're with this like kid and a parent (laughs) oh no that would have been rough yeah i think next time we go if we go if it if we go on that ride again, I think we're going to stick with the green. Yes, we got to take it easy, mostly for you. I was <laughs> fine. It wasn't great, but it was fun. Mm-hmm. I was fine. Not as bad as you. <laughs> um, and then from there, we did have, I believe it was like a lunch mm-hmm. at Space 220, another amazing dining experience that we had. Yes, I loved that experience. Waiting, we got these little tickets to go up, like a... Like a boarding pass? Yes, a boarding pass to go up the elevator, up into the spaceport, where we would get to eat our lunch. One of the things I remember from that, like, just kind of when we first walked in, looked out, and just kind of seeing Earth right there, that was very cool. Um, Menu had a few options, Um the two dishes that we got were both very good. Unfortunately, I was not able to get what I wanted because I have a sesame oil allergy. So I got the chicken. And I got the salmon. And the chicken was very good, but was not nearly, couldn't hold a candle to that salmon that she, that Robin got. Yes. 
It was very good. If there's salmon somewhere, I'm going to order it. And most of the time, I am very pleased, especially <laughs> anytime we ordered it at Disney. I think there were a few times mm-hmm. we had some salmon. No, absolutely. Um, and then from there, I think, was our first Guardians. I think that's when we bought the individual Lightning Lane for. Yes, Cosmic Rewind. Did we have to go through the queue for that one? Uh, we skipped most of the queue on the first first go around. Okay. When we did the individual Lightning Lane. That ride is incredible. Yes. My favorite ride at any Disney park <laughs> so far. We'll see so when far. we go to the different ones around the world. No, yeah. Absolutely. But I, it was incredible. Like, we kind of knew what to expect going in. That was going to be more of like a thrill ride roller coaster. I love roller coasters, so I definitely ride up my alley. Uh, spoiler alert, if you have not ridden, ridden it yet, that the cars move. And you end up going backwards at one point. You end up going sideways at one point. It was just very well done. The storyline, everything. Yes, they use the cars rotating to make it feel like you're going faster and you're out of control. Hmm. Um, When we went on it with the... Virtual queue? When we went on it with the virtual queue, uh, we we got to experience the the entire queue. And the queue is just set up like incredibly well also. Like both that and the Tron queue were just done perfectly. Yes, I loved the Guardians queue and it being able to explore all the details. They made it very interactive and it sets up so much of the story. Obviously Disney does a great job with all of their queues setting up the story, but this one with all of the little videos mm-hmm. and the dioramas, it was great. And then from there We went Spaceship Earth. I don't know what to say about it. Classic, interesting. Thank the Phoenicians. Thank the Phoenicians. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but definitely it's a classic ride. Uh, Have to go on it every time we go to Epcot. But definitely a little bit dated. That's all we have to say on that one. I guess that's all we have to say on that one. Um, and then I think after that, what was next? Was it the mall area or was the it mall the mall area with the ocean? I'm not sure what we did next. We'll say the mall's next. So if the mall area or what we like to refer to as the mall area. It looked like an eighties mall and I loved it. And the food smelled so good. Mm-hmm. All organic food. I think uh, it was all grown right there. Yes. But we had eaten at space 220. So we could not eat more. Correct. We we're also trying to. Save a little bit of our appetite for the World Showcase, which we'll get to in a little bit. Yes. Um, should have spent two days there. I wish we had two days there. Yeah. For next time. For yeah. next time. I was very excited for Living with the Land because of all the hype <laughs> online, like the weird niche hype. Yeah. And it was it was a very cool experience, but it wasn't as high up on my list as I thought it was going to be going into it. No. It definitely seemed like a perfect place for uh, Soarin', though. Yes. Like when, when we went, it was also Soarin' around the world. Yes. Again, just one of my favorite Disney rides in general. Just, I love that whole aspect of, you know, the smells, the air, the the, the views and everything. It's a, just a very cool experience overall. Um, and then I think from there, we went to the Oceanarium. I loved the Aquarium part of Nemo where we could actually oh. see all of the fish. Yeah, that was another one of those experiences after the ride that 
uh, kind of taught you. So is it? I feel like Epcot was a very educational type theme park. Would you say it's an experimental prototype community of tomorrow? I think I would say that. <laughs> no, I think they did a great job of all of the interactive pieces to just keep the rides going. And you could stay there as long as you wanted after each mm-hmm. ride um, in no. each general area. For sure. Like, I definitely think that Epcot has done a good job of working with what it has. Um, the addition of Guardians, I think, was huge to make it a must-see theme park. Agreed. Um, and then from there was your boy Figment. My boy that I forgot about. <laughs> I love Figment. I know you do. That ride was very fun. Would you call it a ride? I'm going to call it a ride. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was definitely something that us over here on the West Coast, we were not really that familiar with figment but something that i think that we've come to grow in love now and so now he's a part of our disney fandom is figment yes along with this orange bird that we have sitting up here on our the front of our desk i love orange bird but i can't wear orange bird very much around here and in disneyland because most people don't know who orange bird is I think that was it for the first part of Epcot, and then we went into the World Showcase. Yes. I don't know if this is a controversial decision, but we decided to start out in Mexico. Mexico. (laughs) Went on the Tres Caballeros ride, got some margaritas. We also got some churros with some uh, chocolate dipping sauce. Okay. Yeah, I remember those. Those were very good. Yes, those were very good. I loved starting off in Mexico. Mm-hmm. We started strong with the World Showcase. <laughs> we did start. We did try. Yeah. This is when the heat of the day really started to play a factor. Yes. Started in Mexico. One thing that I'm a little disappointed in that we didn't do, because we went from Mexico, we went into Norwegian area. Um, we did not ride the Frozen Ever After. No, we did not. And we literally maybe just saw kind of an ad for it or like a special on it. And we didn't realize exactly what it was. So we kind of feel like we missed out a little bit, but definitely something that we're going to do next time. Yes, definitely moving forward. Mm-hmm. We will be there seeing Anna and Elsa. And I think after the Norwegian areas where we kind of started falling off on our drink around the world. Did we <laughs> get anything to drink or did we just eat? I think we shared a drink there. Oh, okay. And then kind of from there, I don't exactly remember like what the next countries were, but we stopped by. We kind of did a little shopping. We got a drink at a few of them. Mm-hmm. We didn't explore as much as we probably should have because we were so tired mm-hmm. and it was so hot. And at that point, we had had some drinks. <laughs> yeah, which is absolutely why I won't. When we go back, we're going to spend two days in Epcot. One day for the World Showcase and one day for the ride portion of everything. So don't worry, guys. You will get your Drink Around the World video where we say how many drinks we're drinking (laughs) and embarrass ourselves. The one thing I remember is that random kiosk that we thought we were in, like Morocco. We thought we were in a country, but we bought drinks from this one kiosk that was not actually part of a country, I guess. And it was the worst drink like I've ever had in my life. I don't understand how that happened. I don't know. 
I don't even know what that area is. Help us with identifying that area <laughs> so that we never make that mistake again. Mm-hmm. It was like <laughs> kind of in the corner by France, I think. That's another area that I do remember pretty well is France itself. I know one of Robin's favorite characters, favorite movies from Disney is Ratatouille and yes. Remy. Yes. Um, so we had to make sure that we rode the Ratatouille ride. Yes. Remy's Ratatouille adventure. Mm. And again, like that's something that's very much up my alley the heat the smells the air all of that i love how it transforms you so you feel like you're a little rat in the kitchen (laughs) that is my dream is to be a little rat in the kitchen no absolutely it was super cool like all of france i think was pretty cool i think that might be one of my favorite areas yes i loved it i loved walking through all the shops in the around the world showcase Mm -hmm. that we did get to walk through yeah for sure um one of the areas that i thought was very loud was actually the united states area it was way too loud i feel like everyone should skip it if you're from america (laughs) i mean it's cool it has like that main stage there but overall i think that i don't know if it was just when we went but we could barely hear ourselves think yes they were doing some kind of live performance when we were sitting in another country and we could hear them Mm -hmm. and we were just trying to relax no and Again, at this point, I know we're kind of skipping a lot past the World Showcase, but unfortunately, like that's how our trip was. It kind of feels like that we were very spotty. One of the best drinks, though, because we actually went there during the Flower and Garden Festival, was the... What was it, though? It was the Violet Lemonade. It didn't have any alcohol in it, but it was a frozen drink, and it was so good. I was a little sad at how small the portion was mm. for it, yeah. because I wanted so much of it. <laughs> And especially with it being so small and not having alcohol in it. Yes, but it was worth it. Yeah. I know my favorite drink was just the very standard German beer in Germany. The wheat beer. We got some kind of dessert in Germany. It was like a bread with icing. That was in Norway. Oh. In Norway, we got a bread with icing. I don't remember what it was called, but it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I'm in the exact same boat as you are. Um, but pretty much that is our experience at Epcot. We spent a lot more time in the rides portion. Didn't spend nearly as much time as we wanted to in the World Showcase. But next time we will absolutely rem- remedy that. Yes, that was my favorite park that we went to in Florida. And we have so many ideas of how we're going to improve that time for next time. Also, mm-hmm. I'm so excited to see the new area. Oh, that's right. That it was all boarded opened. up. Mm-hmm. That was all boarded up when we went. I'm so excited to also see the Moana Journey of Water mm-hmm. area. I'm excited to actually spend a day focusing on the World Showcase. I'm excited to ride Frozen Ever After. I'm excited. What about for Guardians? You know it. <laughs> I was going to say no. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, I don't want to <laughs> deal with the implications of that. <laughs> We're going to go on it as much as we physically can. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when we were planning this trip, our next day we we have at Animal Kingdom. And the reason why we did it that way is we thought we w- would not be too up to doing like a full park um, the day after Epcot, especially with us trying to do the drink around the world. But turns out we were pretty much fine. Yes. Um, but yeah, so we went to Animal Kingdom. This is the one day that it was pretty over overcast pretty rainy when we first got into the park there was really nobody there just because it was raining a decent amount and so we went to straight to expedition everest 
Um, we rode that, I think, twice. Yes. Uh, and then we used our lightning lane on it a third time. Uh, the first time we rode it, we actually got the front row, which I know a lot of people say you want the back row on a roller coaster. But on Expedition Everest, I think the front row is the way to go, especially when you come up on that ridge where the track looks like it kind of breaks. You can see Hollywood Studios. You can see a lot of different areas that, you know, it was just super cool. It was really exciting because we saw the Tower of Terror mm-hmm. and that was where we were going the following day. So we were like, do you see it? And we were so excited. <laughs> Again, that was just another thing that I was not expecting it to be that good. I was expecting it to be a lot more like the Matterhorn that we have over here in Disneyland, but definitely two completely different rides. Very different. I loved the queue for Expedition Everest as Mm -hmm. well. That was very cool. I think from there, we worked our way around to the Safari, Yes. which again, being kind of rainy, it was, I think, maybe a 10 minute wait, but we decided to use our lightning lane on it anyway. That was a very poor choice. We made a lot of poor choices on Animal Kingdom Day. (laughs) <laughs> that is correct, yeah. Um, which we should have just waited in the line and did the landing lane later. Yes. But we used it right away, got on the ride. It was so unique, so different from anything else that we've ever done with Disney that I had a blast on it. Yes, I love seeing animals. I love animals of all kinds. So <laughs> There was no dogs there, though. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to see Doug from Up. <laughs> So I'm hoping this time we can see Doug from up. I think he wasn't out because it was raining. Oh. But that is my dream. I want his autograph. Do you think he'd autograph? I don't know if he autographs. (laughs) I'm sure we could probably find out next time we go. Yes. Um, But yeah, that's definitely something I wish that we could have done multiple times or I wish that we did do multiple times. Uh, Because shortly after we went on the safari, the sun came out. Yes. And everyone else came out. <laughs> um, at that point, yeah, the lines for everything started getting crazy. Because I think the next thing we did after that was it's tough to be a bug. Yes, which was also maybe not the correct time to go there. But I was so excited because they had gotten rid of it in California Adventure to make room for Avengers Campus. So it had been a while. And this is coming from somebody who is deathly afraid of ants but they're not real ants (laughs) no that was really cool especially with like the biters crawling and the air shooting on the back of your legs and stuff yes i loved it and it was a nice air-conditioned experience Mm -hmm. obviously with the sun coming out so did the heat yes the humid heat we also went on dinosaur pretty early on that day that's true i liked it it was cool. It was fun. I liked it. I liked walking through Dino Land, USA, and I, I liked the vibes of it. Yeah. I could definitely tell, though, why they want to turn it into something else as it did seem a little dated, a little older. It definitely did, but I liked the vintage vibes mm-hmm. of the dinosaurs. I hope they keep something dinosaur-y. Yeah. Knowing Disney, I'm sure that they will reuse a lot of those pieces somewhere else. Oh, yeah. They always do. One of the new lands that, you know, obviously Robin and I, we've never seen before was Pandora. Mm. You know, coming from Batu, we had high expectations for it and it was beautiful. It was just as well done as Batu. I liked how they had the, uh, like the tracks of the different animals and the people from Pandora just kind of like in the, the rocks. Yes. Yeah, so I love how they went even harder on the, all of the 
foliage mm. yes. than they even did for Batu. I feel like there was a lot of immersion there. No, absolutely. I do think I still like Batu slightly better just because I'm a gigantic Star Wars nerd, but Pandora like, definitely a great addition to the Disney parks. Pandora is a great addition to the Disney parks. I loved the ride. Flight of Passage? Yes, Flight of Passage. You know, I already mentioned how I loved Soren. It just basically took Soren to the extreme. Riding on the Banshee, just kind of like feeling it kind of like rumble. It was a very, very cool experience. I loved how they placed you into the role of mm-hmm. having an avatar. No, that, that Yeah, I, I do like how they did that. The queue, everything again is just top notch. Yes, I love all of the new areas and the new rides and queues Mm -hmm. that they're coming out with. It's just superior. Mm -hmm. It kind of makes me excited for to see what Disney might do with the uh, Toy Story parking lot. Yes, I'm curious to see. Also, the crazy animatronic on (laughs) Navi River Journey. Yeah, definitely a very tame ride, but still gorgeous. Yes, every single thing they did was amazing. Although I've been seeing some videos lately that the best part of it, which is that animatronic, that has been down. So they've been B-rolling it and doing the projection. Kind of like what they do with uh, Kylo sometimes in Rise. My my boy Kylo. (laughs) Um, I think after Pandora, we pretty much had an early night at Animal Kingdom. We watched the Finding Nemo Broadway puppet show. Mm -hmm. That was... That was cool. It was a good experience. Yes. Got us uh, ready for Hollywood Studios and all the shows there. Yes, it did. Uh, but yeah, we, we pretty much called it an early night from Animal Kingdom. I think we got back to the hotel. It was like 5 o'clock. Something or like 4 that. O'clock, it maybe. might have been just around there. That's where we had our gigantic ice cream sundae that was like five scoops of ice cream. It was a lot of ice cream. <laughs> the director's cup or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that was the one day at Disney that we did not eat at like a specific dining location. We did eat in Pandora though at a quick service restaurant. And yeah, it was like those protein bowls. They were so good. It was so good. And for even just being a quick service restaurant and having better food than we typically have at Disneyland, mm-hmm. that was very nice. No, absolutely. And our final day that we spent at Disney World, we spent at Hollywood Studios. I think that we chose this as our final day just because we were looking forward to Batu and just all of our favorite things like Tower of Terror. We were excited to go on Slinky Dog. We'll come to that in a minute. <laughs> um, but no, like we started out Hollywood Studios. Um, we got there 30 minutes early and we went on Tower of Terror four times. Yeah, when, when we rope dropped, we went hard on Tower of Terror. <laughs> It was uh, very cool. Um, Again, that was a weird day. That was a very weird day. Temperature-wise. Yeah, I was going to say weather-wise because it started off dry-ish, as dry as it can be. It started off dry but a little bit cold. Yes. And then it got very hot and then it downpoured and then it got very hot again. Yeah, that was a day. (laughs) But yeah, so we started out at Terror of Terror, rode that... um, one of the things that I was actually very much looking forward to was the rock and roller coaster with Aerosmith. I was a little bit worried because it was down for refurbishment for a few months before that, and it only opened up like that week. Um, and when we first went there, 
it was closed. And so we were going to go from Tower of Terror to the Rock and Roller Coaster, but the Rock and Roller Coaster was down. Um, so I think from there, we kind of beelined it straight to Mickey and Minnie's. Yeah. Which I like the facade a little bit better at Disney World, just having it be the uh, Chinese theater. Yeah, so I do think that theming is great. However, Disneyland being in Toontown, <laughs> might make it a little does, bit more sense. But... It does make sense that it looks I mean, like the theater. It is supposed to be a theater in Hollywood Studio, so I feel like that's pretty thematic as well. No, it is. It's very thematic. But overall, same ride, like very, you know, it's one of our favorite experiences. Yes. It's kind of our ride. Our ride. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, from there, kind of did the Star Wars loop, did Star Tours, Batu. Again, Batu is just amazing, very immersive, very spectacular in every way. And then as we were coming out of Batu, we ended up in Toy Story area. Toy Story Land. And that is not something I think I was really prepared for. Like, they really made it feel like we shrunk down to the size of a toy in, like, every single aspect of that whole area. I loved looking for all of the toys that I had as a kid Mm -hmm. as we were walking through. There was a toy I forgot about. I can't even remember the name of it now. But it was, like, a little bug. It looked like an ant. (laughs) Again, I don't know. It's not a real ant. I'm just afraid of real ants. It's fine. But I had sent it to my sister and we were reminiscing and remembering those toys and just seeing mm-hmm. how it was constructed in, in Andy's backyard. We were about to go on Slinky Dog Dash, but our dining reservation was coming up because we were actually going to eat at Roundup Rodeo. So we were just like, you know what, let's go ahead and book our lightning lane for when we're going to come out of Roundup Rodeo. You know, everything was planned. Everything was great. It was sweltering hot right before we went into Roundup Rodeo. Like, we were, we were standing there and we were just drenched in sweat. Yeah. Just kind of waiting for them to call, it, call our name. Um, but yeah, eventually we went, we went in. I absolutely loved it. I know a lot of people think otherwise about it, but um, just the whole experience, the fact that, you know, the Andy's coming, we all have to freeze. Uh, food itself was good. It was above average, but... Uh, definitely not the best food that I've ever had in my life, but there's just so much more to it than the taste. Like it, was a, it was a whole experience. Very fair. I loved being able to order as much as we wanted mm-hmm. and at, as many different items as we wanted. No, absolutely. And as we're eating, we started seeing people come in with ponchos. <laughs> and the ponchos weren't dry. So we got a little bit worried about that. We finished our meal kind of got ready to get up and leave and everywhere outside was wet and slinky dong dash was canceled was canceled so this was still early-ish i'd say it was probably about like three o'clock yeah so they gave us one of the uh lightning lanes that we could use on multiple experiences we decided to try and hold on to it to see if when Slinky Dog reopened again to go ahead and make sure that we rode it. However, from there, I think we went to the Muppet experience. I believe so. Um, yeah, that was a cute little show. It was a good little show. I liked all the little show options. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we did the whole Muppet experience. It was cool. We got out and another downpour. Very, very bad downpour. Everyone was hiding. <laughs> under as much cover as they could possibly find. Mm-hmm. And so we, did, we were like, it's not that bad. It, it, it didn't look that bad. 
And I believe that we saw that the line for Rock and Roller Coaster was back up and yes. very short. So we decided to put on our ponchos and make a dash for it. We were the only ones walking around. It was not a good idea. It was a very poor choice, but we we got to Rock and Roller Coaster. We got to ride it. It was a great time. They had us take off our ponchos because mm-hmm. we were that wet. And we were soaked underneath our ponchos. Yes. But again, like the rock and roller coaster, it was just as good as as I was hoping for it to be. Yes, it was amazing. I remember the launch. You were so surprised. I was. I don't know what I was expecting, but it was not that. (laughs) That was probably your first true roller coaster experience. And it was amazing. And I think that from there, the sun started coming back out a little bit. So we went over, we did the Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular, which was pretty cool. Yes, I did enjoy the show. And it's been going for so long Mm. that it's crazy to see all those stunts and they just do it multiple times a day. Yeah. Didn't we just see like a special on it where like some of the children of the people that originally started it are actually doing it now? Yes. Crazy. And then I think really like at that point we were almost ready to go home. We still had this multi-ride lightning pass that we had to use so i think we used it on the rock and roller coaster again instead of slinky dog we did unfortunately and also fortunately yeah Yeah, it was definitely a great ride to use it on we definitely wish that we had the chance to ride slinky dog at all next time we go that's going to be one of our main priorities is to get on that ride yes i also have another priority i want to go to the lightning mcqueen racing academy hmm it was right next to Rock and Roller Coaster, but... That was also down. It was also down for a decent amount of the time. I think that was kind of like our experience at Hollywood Studios was there was a lot of things that were down at the same time, and the crowds were pretty heavy because it was summer, and so it just felt like no matter where, where we tried to go or what we tried to do, we were just swarmed with people. While we were there, I'd say we probably put a damper on our experience a little bit, but just kind of looking back on it, I think we still had a very good time. Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to Our Happiest Place podcast. We're excited to offer free travel agent services for your dream vacation. Imagine skipping the stress and saving time of planning and booking your vacation. That's where we step in. We'll handle the details, booking accommodations, reserving tickets, and setting up special dining experiences completely hassle-free for you. Picture this, you, your family, and the wonderful experiences without the planning headaches. Dive into the magic worry-free. With our expertise, you'll get insider tips, exclusive offers, and personalized guidance to make your vacation unforgettable. Sit back, relax, and let us do the work while you focus on creating treasured memories with your loved ones. Reach out today, and together, we'll start your magical journey. Again, thank you for tuning into our Happiest Place podcast and letting us be your guides while you make memories that'll last a lifetime. We offer travel agent services for Disney Parks, Universal Studios, most major cruise lines, and more. Details are located in the description below. All right, and so that was pretty much our experience at Disney World. A lot of things different, some things the same as Disneyland. Uh, we kind of want to talk about differences, like some of the pros and cons between the two. Uh, for me, at Disney World, a lot of the pros, like the things I really enjoyed about it was the sheer size of it. Just, it's massive. Four parks over how many acres, plus you have like miniature golf, regular golf, the water parks. Like, 
so much stuff to do. You can plan like your entire vacation. You spend two weeks there and probably have a good time every single day. For sure. The hotels at Disney World, they keep you in the magic. Like everything just feels very nice. Yeah, you never leave the magic unless you want to. Mm -hmm. But you don't have to and you don't need a rental car. You don't need any of those things. All of the transport will be handled and it's easy to navigate. Absolutely. Like just having the option of staying at a value hotel at Disneyland, we don't have that at all. Pretty much all the hotels are, I know we've never stayed at any of the Disneyland hotels because they've all been out of our price point. Yes. It's definitely the more luxurious way to go, (laughs) but we stay at the good neighbor hotels typically with Disneyland. Mm Mm-hmm. It is our dream one day to stay at a Disneyland hotel. However, until that happens, you know, we'll just have to keep going back to Florida, I guess. I guess so. One thing about Disney World that I do really enjoy is the amount of dining options that they have. Not just the quick service, but I know when I think of Disneyland, they have Carthay Circle. They have the Blue Bayou. Disney World, you know, we ate at three three places that were high up and. You know, there's still so many places that we want to go to. We want to go to Boma, Tiffin's, Ohana. Disney World has a lot more places that, you know, we can go to have an exceptional type meal. Definitely. They're unique dining. It definitely has, they have the space for it, which is. That is fair. Nice. Some of the things that maybe I didn't enjoy as much at Disney World, the heat. Again, we went middle of summer, so I'm sure most of the year is not going to be like that. Uh, definitely the crowds. It did seem like Disney World is almost always going to be busier with a lot more crowds than Disneyland will be. Mm. As well as, you know, the size both works to its advantage and then to its disadvantage. Disneyland, the two parks are separated by 200 feet. Disney World, in order to go from one park to another park using their system, their bus system, you have to go first go back to a hotel and then go to another park. Yeah, for some, you can use the Skyliner. They also have the friendship boats Mm -hmm. all of that but the the transport is less convenient than disneyland however i like the unique transport options that disney world gives Mm -hmm. absolutely i think taking a boat into a park would be insane i think you know the skyliner we kind of tested it out a little bit while we're at uh hollywood studios we took it down to uh, caribbean beach resort and then kind of back i'll just kind of like see how it is we were oh. trying to escape the heat. <laughs> and then and just Disney World didn't seem like it had that same kind of like magic feeling as Disneyland has. Disneyland kind of feels more nostalgic, more magical, where Disney World feels more like this is a theme park built for fun. Yes, it definitely still has those magic elements, but there's something, there's a buzz about Disneyland that you feel when you're walking up. <laughs> I do think this. Like with us being over here kind of more on the western side of the United States, our familiarity with Disneyland also kind of helps us. I know when we went to Disney World, like there was a lot, there's a lot of things that will change now going back a second time mm-hmm. that we just had no idea about the first time. So I think that like it was a con that first time we went, but I don't think if we keep going back, it'll be a con for very much longer. It's just the familiarity with the park. Definitely. Something that I think is a con for Disney World is not as many people wear ears. Mm. however it was june (laughs) and i'm an ears girl most of the time and i could not wear my ears so that might have been part of the reasoning of Mm -hmm. why yeah i definitely probably played a big reason into it i still saw a good amount of spirit jerseys there which was kind of surprising being june and all the spirit jerseys are long sleeve 
Yes, but it did protect them from the rain mm-hmm. in a way. No, that's fair. Um, one thing that I noticed, like one big thing I noticed between the two part, like two worlds, Disney World had much more aggressive thrill rides. Disneyland is very much more tame. The most thrill ride at Disneyland is probably Incredicoaster or Guardians Mission Breakout, which, you know, I can think of like five or six rides from Disney World that are much more thrilling than those. Definitely. They definitely have the the space for that, which is a huge factor. And also, they have to compete with the The Universal parks. parks. Mm -hmm. That's fair. We did go to Universal while we were there as well, um, just to kind of check off my need for much more thrill-type rides. But uh, definitely with Disney, we enjoy the magic. We enjoy the theme part of the theme parks. And we we do enjoy like, everything Disney. So I think overall, we're much more happy going to Disney World. So my main Disneyland pro is Avengers Campus mm-hmm. and Cars Land which do not even remotely exist in Disney World. And those are two of my favorite areas, other than other than Galaxy's Edge. I do have a question for you, though. Yes. Do you prefer Cars Land or do you prefer Toy Story Land? Mm. It's hard to say, but I, th- I think I would prefer Cars Land, but that might just be because it's more familiar. Mm-hmm. Toy Story Land, the immersion in both mm-hmm. is just unreal. I definitely think I like Toy Story Land a little bit better than Pixar Pier. Oh, yeah. Just because of like the way it like transforms you into a toy. Definitely. Um, definitely Avengers Campus is number two for me to Galaxy's Edge. And then probably it probably goes like Galaxy's Edge, Avengers Campus, Pandora, and then Toy Story Land. Okay. Okay. Definitely fair. Something else I love about Disneyland is how easy it is to park hop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the park hopper at Disneyland definitely feels much more useful than a Disney World just because of how difficult it is to get from park to park unless you're going from Epcot to Hollywood Studios on the Skyliner. Yes, I do feel like for a vacation, if you want to hit multiple parks in a day mm-hmm. and you have the flexibility to do either California or Florida, you're going to want Disneyland for that flexibility. Mm-hmm. That's that's a good point. Also, Disneyland has the more popular after dark events. If you get tickets for them. If you can get tickets for them, which is why they're more popular. Which Disney World, they don't sell out typically. (laughs) They're bigger. They They are bigger, but they each park only has the one. For example, Jollywood Nights, which might have sold out. I'm not too sure. Hmm. You're talking about Disney World? Yeah. They also have the Mickey's Not So Scary. Yes. That's our probably rather go to Oogie's Bash, but... Oogie Boogie Bash. That's also (laughs) what I would want. Disneyland just has that Walt touch to it. (laughs) Walt himself. Yeah. All right, guys. I think that's all the time we have for today, though. Uh, Again, if there's anything that, uh, you know, we didn't cover, anything that you want to hear from us, any kind of questions, we love interacting with you guys. So definitely go ahead and post it in the comments and we will try and answer as many as we can. Thanks, guys. Thank you guys for so much for tuning into our Happiest Place podcast. I'm Evan. And I'm Robin. We'll see you real soon. Thank you for joining us on this magical journey through Disney. We hope you enjoyed the adventure as much as we did. Remember, your stories, thoughts, and Disney experiences matter to us. We'd love to hear from you. Leave us a comment, share your favorite Disney memory, or suggest topics you'd like us to explore in future episodes. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button to stay updated on our upcoming Disney tales. 
Until next time, keep the magic alive and always remember, dreams really do come true. Thanks for tuning in to our Happiest Place podcast, where the magic never ends.